has professed and, and practiced to always draft size and make his teams bigger and stronger and all that. You just drafted the smallest guy ever in the first round. How does it feel? It's, it's a great distinction, great honor. <laughs> this this uh, Kyler's skill and grit is a, is a real interesting package. Um, he gets after it on the forecheck. He knocks guys off pucks. He is small, but he's strong, and he's got tremendous heart and skill. And uh, to me, to me, he really stood out for, for us, especially around where we pick. Sorry. When you first heard about this guy, someone would have said, "There's a five-eight, five-seven kid in Spokane. You got to come see." Was there skepticism, and how did that change? Well, the first time I saw him was last year in North Dakota, and, and he was pretty impressive in that tournament. So I, I knew about him, and, and uh, um, you know, I knew he's a guy to watch because he, he really plays with like he's he's not. A, although he is small, he's not a small skill guy. He plays he plays big. Um, he uh, we saw him a lot, and uh, he didn't disappoint. And um, he, he had some he had some great games. We had some great viewings, and really happy with this pick, Peter. Sometimes you're you know you're thinking we never thought this guy would drop here, but was this a case where you were worried he might go ahead of 22 because you had him slotted as your guy? Well, we we you know we tried to move up actually to to get him, and we, we were we weren't successful. Um, so uh, we were fortunate again cliche. We were fortunate that he was there when we picked, but we we did a lot of research on, on Kyler, and we. We, we went out to uh, Spokane and met, spent some time with them and uh, um, you know impressive family impressive uh, um, uh, ambition and he's very he's a very driven kid and, and um, happy to we're real happy to select him Does that also speak to the the rest of your team that you're in a position now that you can you can bring on a guy who's maybe five seven I, th- I think that I think that's kind of the biggest takeaway here is that I mean uh, you know you have to you have to have skill too and, and and we've 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 beefed up pretty good so um, that, that's that's part of the equation also you talked about having a relationship with Tyler Johnson would that be a, like a comparable for guys that we've seen play with similar to that guy? yeah yeah I think uh, he's a little quicker um, um, and I, I think a little like no like, Tyler Johnson's a real good player I think Kyler like gets after it on the forecheck and he separates guys from pucks even with that size so there's a little bit of a difference there you guys, uh, you get Chris Russell done today. Did we just talk about? You made it clear at the end of the season you wanted to get it done. And at any point along the way, was there any doubt in your mind it would get done? Well, uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> probably not. But like we didn't, we, like he, we didn't protect him. So he obviously he, you know, a team like Las Vegas was able to talk to him, and I was informed that they did talk to him. So um, you know, you, you hope you build up some capital with them throughout the year, and, and uh, he's a he's a great team guy. I think he added a real necessary component to our D and uh, we got through that expansion moratorium and, and we were able to finish it off in the last couple of days. Just a thought on Elaine's openness to strike the type of deal he did with it back diving. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it was our openness. <laughs> like, okay. I think you want to, you generally want a little bit of a flatter deal, but I mean, I understand him wanting it to that structure and, and uh, you know, so we were okay to, to, to come to an agreement on that.
every time we interview you about Chris Russell, I mean, there's always this element that uses that maybe doesn't see the value in his game. What numbers do you guys keep on him? What what sorts of things do you guys see in his game that make him so valuable that basic analytics wouldn't show? Well, I, I understand there's a every time either I mention him or there's some movement on him, there's a, a whole firestorm of of analytics. So you know, I mean, he just doesn't he doesn't put up a lot of points, but I mean, he he's, he skates. We talked about when I signed him originally about his entries, his entry passes. About those are numbers that are among the highest in the league. His his his, uh, his offensive zone entries. Uh, he competes. He blocks shots. He settles the D down. He plays both sides. I mean, very very valuable player, and, and he's a leader, and he's competitive. So, um, you know, he, he can log big minutes for his size. He can log big minutes. He's a very competitive player. So there's a lot a lot to like about Chris. He just he just doesn't. You know, he doesn't put up the, uh, the the 40 or 50 points that everybody wants. Did he, like at the end of the regular season, did you have a pretty good idea if you wanted to sign him or not? But with his performance in the playoffs, did your willingness to maybe look at a, a longer deal or some more money involved, did he, did he really do himself some favors with his play in the playoffs? Um, Sure, but we, 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 we started discussions back in January, you know, and it just, like, I had to let some things fall into place before we, a number of things have fallen into place before we could ultimately uh, sign him, um, but it's a dialogue that we started relatively early. Um, I, I know he got injured, and, and there's, uh, there's, there's, you know, he's the type of player that's going to get injured the way he plays, but, um, you know, it was, he, and he had a real strong playoffs. It's just, he, he was someone we wanted to sign all along. Just back to Yamamoto in our interview with him. He did not concede that he would automatically be going back to uh, Spokane. I, don't, I know you guys had multiple conversations, but and he is a late born, you know. He, so he's a little bit more mature kid, even though he's smaller. Just a thought on that yeah, attitude. I, I mean, I mean, just on its face, I don't think that he would be with us when yeah. the season starts. But he, Kyler can do a lot of things, and he's, he's pretty. He's a pretty driven kid. The one, the one thing that sticks out in my mind is when we were having, uh, we took him out to dinner at the combine and he and he, we were just eating there and, and, and talking and he's like he said why should we draft you and that's a standard question you ask and I, I've never really heard this answer he said that uh, you got to draft me because otherwise I got to come back and haunt you so he's a pretty confident kid I mean that was an impressive answer and uh, and he backs it up with his play so um, never say never but we'll see is there anything particular you want to try and get down on day two of the draft? You've got some third-round picks. Are there needs on your roster? Well, we're going to we're going to go a little need-based need-based as as it progresses here. So we, we've got we've broken up our list into into categories. So you probably won't see us jump around, but we'll get, we're going to try and you know unless someone falls in our lap, we're going to try and address the needs. Anything on the roster? Do you think? Um, like the, on your starting roster next year, like do you, do you see yourself making any moves? For oh, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't think so. I've had a couple of discussions, but I don't think so. Thanks, Peter. Right. 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 Right.